Hi, my name's Sean Shaler. That's my friend over there, Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. Welcome to Avatar The Last Podcasters. Today we are, as usual, watching something that I should have seen by now and have not seen. <laughs> That's a common theme for this podcast these days. We're going to watch, let me read the title. Avatar The Last Airbender, Bringing the World to Life. It is a Netflix, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong here, a little behind-the-scenes teaser. Is that a fair word to describe it? Absolutely. Beautiful. We're also going uh, to ask <clears throat> each other how we are, because that's what we do, and then we're going to talk about yet another Avatar video game, because when it works so well another the, the other times... Usually DJ Khaled says another one after like a hit song, and not... <laughs> Mediocre. <laughs> he doesn't like throw a vinyl record in the trash and then be like another one. But listen, who are we to say what what that phrase should and should not be used for? Chris, before that, before we talk about all of that definitely good, not garbage stuff, how are you? How you doing? You know, besides being tired right now for some reason, sorry. Very timely yawn. Don't know. I'm tired. Just came over me in the last like ten minutes. Um, no, great. It's a good week. Um, my daughter recently rewatched. I say rewatched. She recently watched Avatar: Last Airbender. Thing is, she's watched it before, but that was like six years ago. <laughs> like she doesn't even remember it, except from one episode. You know, you could probably look back. In one of our podcast episodes, very, very deep cut, where I probably mentioned that her favorite episode at that point in time was the Western Air Temple because Zuko's a, he's talking to the frog, the frog just on his head. And she even, she remembered that. Um, but so she rewatched. Yeah, that's not it. an Avatar deep cut. That is a this podcast deep cut, <laughs> which makes it like eight times as deep of a cut. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching a little more of Avatar recently and, uh, Man, season season two and three are it's so crazy to see how much these characters grow, especially Katar. Katar changes a lot. Um and and, and of course Zuko. Um but uh, yeah, it's just and so, now she's starting back up. It's just so you bingeable. Go. Like you just you can't it's not like dramatic cliffhangers every time, but you just want to see you're so invested in the underlying narrative and you just want to keep watching until you see it fold out without necessarily episodic cliffhangers mm -hmm. or unnecessary nonsense. It's beautiful. Yeah. And she, and she watched it, I want to say in two weeks, at least since our last episode. So yeah. So awesome. <laughs> um, now she's starting on Legend of Korra again. And she has a pretty good memory of Legend of Korra. Um, like she, she always loves going back and watching beginnings. It's great. I love beginnings. Um, but so that was good. Um, also, Avatar related, found out that we are on to do our uh, panel at Planet Comic Con coming up March 9th. I believe it's a Saturday. It will be been there. Operating in this depressing limbo for like a month. No, I gave up because I was. One thing, and it's still freaking weird. I have okay. This is how it typically goes. I at least for us form. celebrities, <laughs> yeah. to make that very clear. <laughs> I fill out a panel submission form, 
write everything, write the whole description, the title of the panel, my email, phone number, whatever, and I submit it. And then typically about three to four months before Planet City Comic Con, they will email me and say, hey, we looked over your panel and we approve it. And then here are, here's the time that we're thinking about. Are you good with that time? And I, and I say, yeah, that time works. And then they'll say, then they'll follow up with that probably like a month or so later, like at least a month or so before Planet City Comic Con happens. They're like, oh, hey, who do you need to have credentials for for it? Um, like pretty much who do you need to have to get free passes into Comic Con for the day? I haven't gotten any of that notifications. So I just assumed, also in December, I sent an email to to them and to this other person who's like the head of programming. Like, oh, hey, I'm just checking in to make sure that I've submitted my panel correctly and stuff. Didn't hear any response back from that. And then I and I sent another email probably a month after that, just reiterating it. And then I added another person to that email. Didn't hear anything back. Um, so I just figured they just, if, if you're not selected, they just don't send you any type of confirmation back or anything. They left you mm-hmm. on red. Yeah. Then I saw a tweet from them saying, oh, the, the panels are are up and stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. Even though we didn't get selected for panel, I still like to check out the panel list. Not our panel, um, but we want to see the <laughs> panels. Who's, yeah. Whose I'll... trivia contest do we have to go to now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I look at Saturday. Uh, Avatar cast, they have probably have they have the first big panel of the day at eleven o'clock. Cool. Um it's it's uh oh my gosh. Uh Michaela Geo Murphy, voice of Toph, Dante Bosco, voice of Zuko, and um uh, I know his last name's Baldwin. For some reason I can't might know <laughs> James. James Baldwin. Um Wait, James Baldwin. No, he's a that that sounds like a Baldwin brother of the rapper Hall and OB James Baldwin. He might be a civil rights activist. <laughs> oh, never mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, way off. Anyway, um, but he's the voice of Iroh, the second voice of Iroh. They have a panel at eleven o'clock, so I go through and I look at all the panels throughout the day because there might be just some stuff I'm interested in going, and then I see. Avatar trivia presented by Avatar Labs podcasters at seven o'clock on Saturday at twenty in twenty five oh five. I'm like, oh, okay, we must be doing the trivia because that's the <laughs> that's presented by us. It's not like they were like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that ourselves. One thing they wouldn't do that because they're not going to buy. Yeah, but, like this, the, the description is exactly what I put in there, is word for word, but they just haven't communicated back. To me, that that time, like, what if that time didn't work? I'm starting like, to feel out... a little taken for granted, Chris, to just have the <laughs> gall to throw us on there and assume we'll come give people prizes. I'm gonna do it, but I'm just gonna feel yeah, indignant about it. Prizes. <laughs> I, I do. I got that giant shredder bobblehead uh, pop from GameStop clearance, right? It's like this big. Yeah. Yeah, like some weird things over there. The thing is, and then I had an epiphany that I told you about. Like, right before I was reading through the panel list, like, I've read Avatar panel, right? The, the, I read the 11 o'clock one. It's called, I forget what it's called, Amazing Avatar Stories, I think is what the panel's called. And I, and I go, oh, 
I have an idea. Which we still, I still might do it. We still might do it. Um, which is like, oh, I can just do one of those scenes where like you walk up to people and say, hey, answer these questions in 20 seconds and you win a prize. Like we just go through and go through the con and just pull random people cosplaying as avatars, see if they're down for it and being recorded and we can make a little video of it and stuff. Um, still might do that. We talk that to those people. We talk to those people and take pictures with them anyway. Yeah. Let's throw a question and a prize at them. Yeah. Uh, and then right when I had that epiphany, I see, oh, we're down for that panel. But anyway, okay. so good news. And then I emailed them. I emailed them again, like, oh, hey, I see that we're on for the panel. Just let you know, that time works for us. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's the most passive-aggressive thing I've heard all day. Is it? Because, <laughs> well, anyway. like, Wait, no, maybe it's aggressive-passive. It's like the opposite. You're just like, in hindsight, yeah, that's great. Thank you. Um, oh, that's fantastic. I emailed back the same people, and then I added on just general inquiries email from for Planet City Com- for Planet Comic Con. Great. Um, and if, that does, if I don't hear anything, the thing is, is that I need, I need to get, need to make sure that we have our admission into the con because John might come and then your wife might come so I need to get at least four I probably won't get one for my daughter who might also come because kids are actually relatively cheap and that might be just asking for a little too much even though it shouldn't be I might try to ask for a fast pass but first now, gotta get communication. now we're talking yeah first I have <laughs> yeah. to answer a question <laughs> listen not to disparage the people doing good work I know they're busy yeah and I'm sure they're busy it's just that I'm, us F tier celebrities expect a certain yeah. amount of treatment. Is F tier the right? Le- I don't know what letter we would be at. Hey, for those for those side panels that take place in like twenty five A, twenty five oh five A, and those twenty five those small panel rooms, we're great. Right, we're really not celebrities, but we are. Uh, we're con staples. Can I? Is that too arrogant yeah. for us to say con staples? I love doing it. It's sure. so much fun. It is a lot of fun. And your daughter's coming with. I think that's great. You talk uh, basically every year. We kind of like joke, like, oh, you know, I don't know if she's ready this year. I don't know if she's ready this year. And this, you just like said it with confidence. You're like, yep, she's good. We went to Anime Con. This is even oh, better. Oh no, she's no, she's definitely ready. It's just a matter of I feel like Comic Con is a time. I don't have a social life. I don't know if you know this. And so Planet <laughs> City Comic Con is like the one time that I just. Go do my own thing. But, you know, I shouldn't be that social. I should just be making memories and stuff. Tag along. Well, People will love it. They'll enjoy it. And, so. I mean, you're already having to, like, walk around with me. That's basically babysitting. Your daughter's got some shenanigans. What difference does it make? Ha- there's, a, there's a switch that, that I can turn off. I can turn off the father switch. And I can just, like, not have to worry about someone else's well-being for whatever time frame. I know my well-being. I'm right here. I know where I'm at. <laughs> but I do. I mean, like to, and the, the anime convention when she wasn't bad and stuff. So one thing she's she's great. She's not like a little kid. But she, anyway, she's a little kid, but. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's a well-mannered child. Heather, if Heather comes, we can <laughs> ship them off or whatever. <laughs> they. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I 
I don't have a dad switch. I have a vacation switch, Chris. There's a certain point where mm-hmm. I'm on vacation where like my yeah my, my cheap yeah. my cheap rigidness kind of goes away. It's like, no, nah, I'm on vacation. And I just wander across the street and get this thing or that thing or that food or whatever. But there's a switch in there. Chris, it's a it was a, a neat week for a couple reasons, right? So we learned about the con. Next week, upcoming, we're gonna spend uh, we're gonna hang out Thursday and binge the live action series. So that'll be exciting. And I don't know if you'll hear anything about that, you listeners, viewers, until like Friday, essentially. But we're gonna we're gonna binge the whole thing, and then our next few weeks of content will obviously be live action specific. That's very exciting. I I did something else I was gonna mention, and I forget whatever it was. It must not have been important. It'll come back to me later. But anyway, it was like an interesting week full of fun little little tidbits and and things like that. So very excited for for next Thursday for watching every episode at Chris's house. Gonna be gonna be crazy unless it's bad, and then it's not crazy. It still will be crazy. <laughs> It'll still be fun either way. I'll have fun even if it's not fun. It being the show. Uh, Chris, before we jump into, let's, I want to talk about the video game first, but just it occurred to me the other day, we've never really touched on the Harry Potter HBO series, which is essentially a remake, right? Same characters, same rough time frame, mm-hmm. but, but totally different ideas and ideals. Now, there's not a lot of information. It just occurred to me. I don't think we've ever talked about it. It's important to me. What, what, what's your thoughts? What have you heard? What have you Anything? Nothing? Excited? Indifferent? Uh, I'm, I'm, I am indifferent definitely right now because those movies are great. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't have any sort of basis from the books, and I. I love those movies. Those are great movies. Um, I love. There's not like an individual one that I really love. I just love them as a whole. Sure. Um, like they all just. It's just one big story to me. Um, I'm gonna consider and that so a compliment. I think. Yeah. So they were done they were done very well and so i'm curious i guess because like a, a book it, i think they're well from what i hear it'll tie more closer to the book and so i'm curious to see what changes are made there every now and then i'll come across um this different tiktok or whoever, whoever she, she does shorts she'll be like this is how movie harry was and they'll be like da, 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 da. Like, this is how book harry was i'm like oh there's a little difference okay and she doesn't like in a comical, you know, sense. Um, and so I'm interested to see any of those changes and and how uh, and how it will be adapted. It's interesting because watching Percy Jackson, because the I watched the first movie a long time ago, liked it enough. Um, the first movie specifically, that's important. Yes, I don't even remember the second one. I'm sure I saw it, but I have. If no if I'm thinking memory. of the right thing, it is awful if i'm thinking of the right thing it is atrocious a travesty yeah but i might be off and then uh me and my daughter watched the percy jackson show she really liked the show and i like the show that being said i i feel like the, the movie's not better but i i appreciate that the movie's two hours I didn't, I didn't feel like I missed anything. Like, the movie did adapt it slightly different at the end. 
I know it's a big deal. It wasn't a big deal to me because I don't, I don't have any type of. I'm not like, oh, well, they didn't stick to this. Um, but the general plot of the movie and the show, or that first book, was pretty well. I don't feel like I got anything extra really in the show. Um, so hopefully, Harry Potter makes it add stuff from that was, I don't know, makes it feel like, oh, I'm missing this. Gives you the reason to watch the show instead of the movies. Fun underlying theme of the past few weeks. Chris, I, for the first two Harry Potter movies, some of the child acting is nigh unwatchable. And the effects and, and like visually, like it looks fine for the time, maybe even good for the time. But I'm excited to see HBO production values and modernness painted over a series that I enjoy. Uh, as I've been watching, I complained to you the other day because I was watching Silicon Valley, and I've kind of been thinking about watching Game of Thrones again. If they like HBOify it, <laughs> I'm gonna be very upset. I can't take it. I can't take whatever you want to call that. Like. It's not always like that every episode the worst thing possible happens, but it's pretty close. It's like like OP in favor of negative circumstances in, in every single episode mm. of most HBO shows. <laughs> if they get that, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle it. But long story short, I, I had, my wife and I hadn't really talked about it. She kind of completely forgot about it. But we've just been talking about it more this past week. And I really think it'll be fun to see at least the earlier movies for better production value. And the later movies for a little tighter wrapping. adaption? Or, okay. Uh, oh, tighter. Well, because they did stretch out that last book. And that first 7.1 <clears throat> is not great. I know it's necessary. It's not great. But uh, I, I don't so much care about... I do love the books. Of all the books I've read, of all ten of the books I've ever read in my life, this is seven of them, and I love them. I don't, I'm don't. i not huge on the having to tie to the books. It's a different medium. Tell a slightly different story. I'm okay with that. As long as it makes sense. You can't assume that your watchers have read the books and then deviate or whatever. Most of them don't. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, a little tighter on the finish, I think, would be good. But <clears throat> we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Let me see. Uh, this is slightly related, uh, but when it comes to adaptions, and we talked about a few changes that the Avatar show, Netflix show is making. One of the other changes, which I don't think has been like fully confirmed yet, or maybe it has, um, by the creators. <clears throat> I'm sorry, that might be loud. It that definitely they... is. Sorry. We're so sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, one of the changes that they're making is that. It's not going to be like a whole year. I think they're going to do it to where it's three years because they count for the kids' ages and stuff. And I feel like sometimes in this in this social media age, creators overthink things because they're afraid of fan response, fans poking holes and things. Like, you can't make something that is foolproof. Like, um, and I feel like sometimes that, that makes them like people are scared of honest trailers. I think some some people, some 
uh, writers or directors are scared of getting honest trailer. And I don't know, that's a bad way to do art. I also just, man, you can't make stuff that everybody likes. There's always going to be haters no matter what. And you've got to pick your battles. And I don't think seeing your actors age a little bit faster on screen yeah. than they're supposed to, A, is all that noticeable to the average person. Maybe at the kid who plays Aang's age, it could be, I don't know. It's not that important to me, but I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to overthink it too much, I guess. It's, yeah, it's weird. Chris, let's, yeah. let's complain about a video game for a minute or not complain. We could do the opposite. And then we'll watch this video. But you showed me today that there's a, been a video game announced made by Maximum Games, who do Maximum Football, Chris Tales. Um, trying to think, I should have written these down. Other recent ones. Those are the two that stood out to me because they're genres that I care about. And it's going mm. to be a fighting game. I don't think it really called out whether it was going to be like 2D or 3D. I imagine it will be yeah, 3D graphics in a 2D arena or in a flat. Do you think it'll? Arena. Do you think it'll be like, like, Street Fighter? Yeah, that's okay. But but probably more <clears throat> cell shady, right? Probably more animation looking. Uh, oh, not yeah, that well, not that Street Fighter is realistic, but it's hyper detailed. I think we'll get more yeah, kind yeah. of flat. But no, it'll be the 3D character models, but essentially on a 2D plane, not in a 3D arena. And you think it'll be like health bar type of deal? I think so. That is what just what what little I did a quick Google. That's my best interpretation is a traditional kind of tournament scene fighting game. Arcade. Yeah. Which is so I'm it's hard for me to judge because I'm biased against that type of game just because I'm bad, not because I don't like it. I'm just horrible at it. It's like my worst genre. And then also, I, 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 don't, I don't like trying to pull these combos together. Like Smash, I get that some people do combos on Smash, but they're almost like you figure they they figure it out the combos. They're not insistent can... upon each other in Smash. In Smash, it's yeah. a combo, but it's really just kind of a clever. It's just a clever three moves in an order that makes it. But like, it's not a sort of necessitated strung together combo. Hmm. I, I don't know if I'm wording that very well, but they did. They balanced it right in Smash Brothers. And a very common complaint in the fighting game community is that the best series, the best franchises that people go to over and over and over again, your Capcom uh, series is, is certainly the big one. SNK still has them. But that they achieve balance to the point where they are fairly, in a literal sense, fairly isn't fair to each other, playable at extremely high levels. And if you don't hit that, you usually just kind of get discarded. Like, it's a very dangerous genre to not get really precise. But yeah. that is from a biased, non-fighting game person. So I have some nerves. The developer is, is a step up from developers of previous... Avatar games, with the exception of Platinum Games, I would say is a more renowned developer. I do like oh, Chris. Okay. I like Chris Tales, and I like Maximum Football. Maximum Football is a uh, and an enjoyable football uh, franchise. I don't know if they've done the whole franchise though. I think they might have just done one or two years. 
and Chris Tales is like a interesting looking JRPG. It's not a special game. It's just very interesting it's looking. Chris Tales. Uh, C R I S. Chris. I, I pronounce it Chris Tales. I don't know if that's. Wait, are you saying C H R I S? C R I S. No H. Oh, okay. It's it's close. It's close. I was like, you mean my name? Yeah, it's Chris Tales. It's about <laughs> you, man. And no, it's a just. A, <laughs> It's a JRPG that I actually wish more people would play. I see it on store shelves all the time for like two or three dollars, like ridiculous. Even for the cheapest, uh, for the Switch where everything's more expensive, it's like ten bucks. It's a very interesting JRPG that I'm very fond of. But man, I just can we just get like a good Avatar adventure game? It just doesn't seem like it would be. I don't know. It just feels oh, like it's I, there, man. I... I remember that I when I posted like oh because after Tears of the Kingdom came out I was like man imagine if Avatar made a game like this but you got to use betting to solve puzzles or you got to use future tech stuff and you can build so even and it's almost like yeah they're doing that with Avatar Gener- they 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 did a like you're dumb like they're they're doing that I'm like no they because they did it. it on a bad phone game kind of <laughs> like, not really man. And I just, it just seems I'm still waiting like for it to go down in price for me to play. I'm curious. I'm curious if it's, if it's better or worse than a Quora game. It's probably worse. I mean, because in that thing I sent you today, it had IGN's review of Avatar: Quest for Balance, and then um, Quora, the Legend of Quora game, and they gave it about the same score. That is and so I like wrong. The Legend of Quora game. That is yeah, so yeah. so wrong. That Legend of Quora game. <laughs> I do like beat 'em ups. The Legend of Korra games got problems. Okay, but I enjoy beat 'em ups. Yeah. That's a that's a it's a solid beat 'em up. It's like a six to seven ballpark out of ten. Sure. They had yeah. it like at four out of ten, and they had Quest for Balance at like four out of ten. And holy smokes, <laughs> no sir, absolutely <laughs> not in the same <laughs> ballpark. Uh yeah, we deserve an Avatar game. I just I have this vision of right. You you start out as uh, I don't know, you start out as your avatar, whichever avatar they pick, mm-hmm. and you can't go to yeah. certain areas yet because you haven't learned that kind of bending yet, so you can't unlock whatever that puzzle is to get to that area. Absolutely. That makes it sensible. You can't, yes. But just The only thing I can't sort out, Chris, is like you need kind of disposable bad guys that you can just kill for it. Like oh, it, might have to, it might have yeah, to be a Kiyoshi. For the big bad. It, it might have to be a Kiyoshi or a Korra or like somebody where you can violently murder things in, in droves and not. Oh feel too no, bad. you wouldn't have to. I mean, they. Just uh, Chris, a key component of, of oh. Tears of the Kingdom is creative ways to murder shit. That is one of its best qualities. Uh, I was no, thinking... you, can't, you can't have. Sean, you can't have. Whatever this game is, it will be canon probably. You can have an avatar with graveyards of vice. An avatar can what? kill, but graveyards <laughs> is a different. Link, Link has so much blood on his hands. He does. That's why it's awesome. <clears throat> Chris, pick, what about like nebulous dark spirits? Like you just like kind of a generic but, mm, dark spirits that take different people. shapes and and but are even spirits are. Chris, spirits if, are, are sentient also. What if like they it, shot first? You know? What if spirits fired first? Uh, what about technology? It's supposed to be the bridge. What if we go farther okay. into the future and it's technology? Some bad... That's, uh, that's very far. 
talking about robots that you got to beat up? Well, no. What about like one bad Kuvira actor with like spirit energy powering regular robots? Like not Kuvira specifically, but something like just like one generation further. And it's one uh, one uh, nefarious person controlling robots for a what's the next bender in the cycle? Uh, Earth. Earth. Okay, for an Earth bender. What about that? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think need, you can still knock people out. I need. Some... I think you can still think of creative <laughs> ways to knock people out. Is Maybe. I don't think you have to kill people in order to be a good be a good. <laughs> Okay. I did. I want to acknowledge that I never said that was the case. <laughs> I do think that part of what makes Tears of the Kingdom fun is that there's a your imaginative ways to murder things is is endless, literally endless, and it it's a good driver. Anyway, we demand a good Avatar game. I could be wrong. If there's one that I could be wrong about, it could be this one. A from bias, like I just don't know, and I'm bad at them. And there is a developer who has developed games that are profitable to some degree mm-hmm. behind it. So I could be wrong about this. Yeah, one I, I had no real faith and I never heard of game mill before. So I was, uh, and, it, and the game itself just didn't look that great. There's, there's like 10 game mill games as to be fair, game mills a publisher, but they're sending it out to garbage developers. There's like 10 game mill games on the shelf over here. There's 500 games, 500 switch games, Chris. The ten game of games, the worst games on the shelf. <laughs> Just buy all together. You put them in one group. It's the worst ten games on the shelf. But at any rate, um, Chris, you ready to watch this? Uh, watch this video. Yeah, sure. I watched it before. <clears throat> it's about four minutes long. I'll put it on the screen. You'll hear a little volume coming through my mic. I hope. Uh, I'm gonna assume that we will be okay with making commentary at each other during this process yeah. of a four-minute video. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play it. Uh, you tell me when you're ready. Give me the countdown. All right. Three, two, one, zero. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I keep forgetting. Oh, of course. God, ships look great. Inspired by Asian folklore and magic, and the people of this world can manipulate the four classic elements in the process called bending. This earth bending here looks good. Very attractive. There's, there are some shots that look. So oh, there's a new shot. My shoe. That was a new yeah. shot of the water oh, yeah. shot. Oh yeah, Sean. We we kept saying boss didn't say last time. Oh, that's on me. I said it first. My bad. That's that's a good line from Jet. That was a good look at Jet. We got a face for a face forward look. Jet looks like a d bag though, just like I thought he would. There's a lot of new shots in here. That's awesome. I'm glad we're getting to see new. Yeah, no, this is great. Um, this might be one of the things that got me most excited. I love the statue of Kyoshi. My name is Gandhi, and 
like Tom. She's a beginner water dog, and she will fight to the ends of the water earth. Water looks like water. True. Normal is issue. And I will be playing Grand Grand. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing Sokka. Uh, even actor Sokka thinks he's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> 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 I just clarify. Their outfits look great. Zuko looks great. There are some shots that look great. And sometimes there are shots that I'm like, I don't know if I love that shot. I'm, cur- I'm very curious about that scene there. I'm going to go back to the... I'm going to go back to my air scooter complaint in a minute, because that's a shot where I just feel like Aang's impact doesn't doesn't feel right. <laughs> I do love that scene. It's a group of people both in front of and behind the camera is significant. Yeah, they said F Mike and Brian. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what I heard him say. <laughs> Read between the lines, Chris. <laughs> I know. It's weird seeing Azula actress talking about love. Talking about love and being so tiny and precious looking. This project and really doing it justice. It's so weird. It's just a week away. It does. It feels like we've been talking about it for two and a half years or something now. Whole new generation of fans. Yeah, no, it's been like four years. Hasn't it? I mean, it feels Five. like forever. Uh, Boomy looks weird. Gonna get on board. I'm gonna get on that train. <laughs> yeah, and they have a couple of different. I mean, we there's a new uh fight of Boomy. If you go to the, like their Twitter account, you can see a new clip of Boomy and Aang's uh fight. It shows a much better look at, at King Boomy. Uh, better as in cleaner look, or better cleaner. as in um, he looks better in debate. It. Okay, up but up, I think no. a, just a, a better visual look at a, a more clear look at Boomy. This is a my my feedback here is that that was really cool to get to see some extra scenes and we got closer shots of some things. Uh, it yeah. sounds mean. I don't really care about what they were saying. Like I I know I know the story, but. <laughs> It was really neat to get some different angles and different closer shots and things that we hadn't seen before. That's fun. Um, no, I think that was one one of the... I think that got me more hyped for um, for the show than I think most of the trailers did. I don't know, I don't know why, but it did. It's so close, and you see these other things that just make it feel realized, like you know that we're not just seeing cinematic cinematic uh well chosen snippets like you're kind of seeing something that feels closer mm, to a full product yeah. like it feels realized that's yeah. that's just a guess i don't know i'm not a psychology major i would say the previous trailer that we watched was still my favorite like teaser or trailer experience just the most the most recent one prior to this in, in mm-hmm. terms of hype but this was still it's great it's next week it's it's wild and I don't uh, know. I'm going to zoom back to that shot of, of Jet, and I'm going to see... I'm going to judge him based strictly on his appearance. 
hope everybody's okay with that in this instance. No, I <laughs> reserve the right to see what they do with Jet. Chris, this is our last chance to chat before we sit down and watch it next week. What's what's your final thoughts? What's left on your brain? Um, I'm my expectations are. This sounds disrespectful. My expectations aren't that high, which is fine. It doesn't have to. My expectations. I'm not expecting this to be better. I'm I'm expecting it to. I'm just expecting it to be what it is, whatever it is. I'm expecting it to be good. Um, and if it's great, and I freaking love it, I'm gonna freaking love it, and I'm be excited to love it. And I don't I don't go in things watching it wanting to not love it. That's yeah. stupid. People do that. Though. Why Why would you watch um, that? Why would you? <laughs> what yeah. What? Why would you do something? If you thought you were um, gonna enjoy it, my few concerns. There's gonna there's gonna be a few shots that I think I'm gonna be like, oh, that's a bad shot. Like there are some shots that look a little cheesy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm gonna say a few good things about the M.I. Shyamalan movie because next week out Netflix Outdoors will come out and people gonna be crapping all over the M.I. Shyamalan movie. It deserves a lot of crap. It does. But let me, I'll point out a few things I really like about it. Uh, really is a, you know. You relatively, relatively yeah. liked about it. <clears throat> M.I. Shyamalan is a great filmmaker. He really is. Ooh. The Last Airbender movie, not included. A, a couple other movies not included. filmmaker, is, Chris. No, he really is a great filmmaker. I believe he is a great filmmaker. Great. Who great? He he was like my Christopher Nolan before Christopher Nolan. Oh. Like he was the first director that I would go see a movie because he's directing it. He has, but he's he's. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing with that with the last Airbender, but he he was terrible. He was terrible at directing the actors to do work. But, like, I recently watched it since. I'm like, this is a great freaking movie. Like, I watched it with my daughter because I told her it's a twist. Signs is a great movie. He is a, a great storyteller. He really is. I'm not, I'm, and I love a lot of his movies. I love the, I love Unbreakable. I love Sixth Sense. I really like Signs. I love Split. And I love uh, Mr. Glass. Or glass it might just be called glass. Glass, yeah. And yeah, he has the potential to be. I think he is a great filmmaker. His movies, I I love probably four of them, and then I like a few others, and then the, some of them I hate. But like, I still think he's a great filmmaker. He has a really good eye. Like his cinematography, no matter the scale of of what he's doing. Cinematography is great. Like he is always visually telling a story. And and that's one aspect that I think is going to be missing, could potentially be missing from this show. Because there are certain shots, close-up shots, I'm like, that's not a good visually appeasing shot. Like it might could, it might could be just in a room and it 
and he understands lighting, he understands composition and everything, exposure. Like he can form a really good shot. And it sounds really like film snobby of me that I, I enjoy these <laughs> these things and some uh, some aspects. Um, but the thing is, though, throughout Avatar, there are certain steel shots that are just really good. And a lot of times they're not even like, and I'm not talking about like the grand scale things, but there are just intimate shots that are done really well. And I'm afraid we might not have that. From a little bit of the trailers and stuff I'm seeing, we might not have that type of uh, abilities behind the camera. Um, so that's one little thing I might be worried about. But so there might be just a inherent missing of quality in some shots. There are some shots in the trailer that look absolutely beautiful, but most of those are like wide, wide sweeping, like of Omashu mm-hmm. or of um, the ships, the air temples, the ships yeah. and stuff. Like those shots are are incredible and stuff. And it's really hard they, work doing they, that. They are borderline. Maybe it's just this TV. I got you know, like a half a year ago, I got a nicer TV. Some of those shots are borderline breathtaking. Like I feel like I'm in yeah. a movie yeah. theater watching a AAA movie. Yeah. Some of the big. Ones. I just worry about those. I just worry about those intimate shots. Chris, those I feel. Little, I, I feel as though my complaint is either it's like adjacent to yours or like it overlaps with yours a good chunk, because my yeah. least favorite shots do tend to be close-ups and it tends to be things that like first this is important i'm willing to suspend my disbelief i know there's gonna be things like that that i just like i'm I'm like that that looks dumb it angs you know angs air scooter running into the rock it doesn't look right that's not the right impact there's something wrong about it it just doesn't look good and there's gonna be things like that that bug me that just work better in animation you can just make them look better or Mm -hmm. right animate that's fine. I'm going to suspend my disbelief and I'm going to be fine with it. But I agree with you completely that there's going to be some some, some close-up type of things, some shooting things, some preferences that don't mesh up with what my brain just knows animation with the literal unlimited creativity of animation can do better. Which is why yeah. I, I might always prefer the animated series to some degree. I would imagine. That's my prediction. But that does not mean that I won't still enjoy this. It's hard to imagine yeah. a world where I'll prefer it to the animated version, but it does not mean I won't oh, yeah. enjoy it. And wh- I do... You know what's interesting is that I saw a recent watch season one, or a lot of it, and Skip what I'm afraid Bato, huh? is that fans... Yeah. <laughs> what I'm afraid is that fans of the show will <clears throat> inherently compare this first season of the live action show to all of Avatar and be like, Oh, well, this isn't better than that. Like they, in their head, they'll, they like, they will try to compare book to book one to book one, but just instinctively you might compare the whole show because you know, the whole entire arc, you know, how everything happens. Um, so I am curious. I am interested because I think book one, while great, it is the lesser of, all the seasons. Of yeah, Avatar. we just we literally uh, said I think I think season two of Korra is my least favorite. I think it's my second least favorite. I don't I think we disagreed yeah. on that slightly, but like it's my second least favorite mm-hmm. season of all seven. Yeah. And so 
don't compare to that out of the gate. Don't compare a one to one out of the gate. That ain't right. Um, oh, and I hope they keep a lot of different things because there are there are a lot of I hope I really hope they keep the ocean spirit, um, freaking havoc, because that's just a beautiful freaking shot. Yeah, it's like it, it. Like when that happened, I thought, oh, this show's on another level. This show went up another level. Um, beautiful. It was dark, but then like you could just see but things. But the colors were vibrant. Like it was dark, but colors. the colors were yeah. so vibrant. Oh man. Yeah. Like it's an animated series that that does not suffer in the transition to HD, right? Like when we were first watching that, we were watching it on CRTs, most likely. Yeah. Uh, and it does yeah. not suffer its transition to HD. Great, great color palette. Brilliant in a, in the literal sense of the word brilliant. But okay. Chris, it's getting late. I'm going to pass out. Sit yeah, here yeah, this will chair. be a short one, Sean. Yeah, this is a, never works out. But listen, that's okay. Just means good conversation. Hey, thanks for watching or listening. We appreciate you being here. If you can leave any kind of positive interactions with us, comments, thumbs ups, likes, subs, bells, reviews whatever all those things are you got a whole world of options we appreciate all oh, those I very much before. oh real quick yeah fire i away. think well, it's just, just a guess i think after the episode blue spirit Aang and zuko are gonna go on their own foot like there was that scene where it looked like they were both hiding out and like they're whispering to each other i think they had to like figure out a way to work together to get back i don't know their anyway. their their journey together will not end in in the abrupt cartoon fashion. There will be more yes. to it. I like yeah. that. That'd be a nice change. I'd be down for that change. Yeah. I'm and also, I'm down for changes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a one for one. Why would I even want that? I can just watch the show. I'm down for changes. I, I reserve the right to prefer. But we but never I don't hate the changes out of the gate. I don't want to compare, you know, movies exclusively to books or whatever. I'm down for the changes. It's just, you know, some of them are gonna work better, some of them are gonna be worse. That's all right, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for watching and listening. Chris, nice to talk to you as always. Next time I talk to you it'll be at your house, which will be great. In person. In person, the real right deal. Here. With be sitting on this couch for like eight hours straight. Iris- I'm order probably some delivery of something. I was thinking irresponsible food, then... like full day. Yeah, we we got to end the food binging early because I'm old. I get heartburn these days, right? So it's good that we're doing uh, a morning thing, so you know I can have my heartburn before I go to bed. That's good. <laughs> Getting old is awesome. All we're right. gonna be here at seven fifteen, and then we're gonna binge until. I have to go to parent-teacher cops. That's this is the oldest thing we've talked about yet. Hey, <laughs> looking forward to it though. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We will we will see you next time. Be home and bed by eight. <laughs>